0: All right, welcome back, everybody. Okay, so for those of you I haven't gotten to meet yet, uh, my name is Valerie Villarreal, and um, I am currently the director of children's ministry here at 316. (laughs) Um, Just a little bit about myself before we get started. Um, My husband, Abram, and I have been married for five years. Uh, We have two kiddos, Elena and baby Abram. And um, (laughs) so um, I'm super excited to be the director of kids ministry here, and I'm also just super excited to be here today and to get to talk to you guys a little bit about what we're doing in kids ministry and give you an insight um, on what that looks like here at 316. Um, You know, as a mom and as a mom of kids who are in our kids ministry program, I feel like I have Um, a good understanding of what parents might be looking for when they drop their kids off, when they entrust them with us, both on a Sunday morning and also just at various events, whether that be camp or different, you know, events that we hold. And so um, as I was stepping into this role and getting to know this beautiful kids ministry that we have built already, I realized that we have two goals that this comes down to. Um, We want to teach children about Jesus, and we want to keep them safe. And I think that if we can do those two things, we're successful. And I think parents will continue to bring their children back um, to kids' ministry and kids' ministry events at 316. So um, I want to start with talking about our first goal and teaching children about Jesus and how we do that um, on any given Sunday at, at 316 in our kids' ministry programs. We are currently using a curriculum called Grow Curriculum, and it's fantastic because it offers a ton of resources for our volunteers, for our parents as well. And it offers a lesson each week that has curriculum for various age groups. So regardless of where your child is um, in the back, which room they're in, they're getting the same lesson as every other room, just in a way that's easy for them to digest, for for their age appropriateness. We want it to be engaging, inviting for our kids, so we use various activities to teach scripture, to teach biblical truth. We use skits, we use um, crafts, we use games. We get into the word and we read the Bible. We do games that help us understand those scriptures. Um, we watch videos, and so it's it's a lot of fun, and the kids really enjoy it. It seems like, and they are excited each Sunday to see what new thing we're going to be doing. Um, you know, Pastor Randy Sean has talked about a little bit um, in previous sermons how we're losing people. Um, The church is losing people. People are growing up in the church when their parents are no longer making them come to church. They're not, and they're not coming back. And I wanted to see why is this happening? What can we do at the root, at the child's foundation, that will have them grow up in a relationship with God that even when their parents aren't waking them up on a Sunday morning, they're still waking up and coming to church? And research shows that there's one thing that keeps a person glued to their relationship with God, and that's worship. Now, we talk about worship all the time, and we talk about how we worship often, but I think that sometimes, myself included, we don't really understand what worship is, and we use worship and praise interchangeably, and they're different things. Praise is what does God do for me, and worship is just what is God, and just being in respect and awe of God. And when we have that true experience of worship, research is showing that is what's gluing us to our relationship with God. That's what's keeping us to coming back because we're just in awe and reverence of who God is. And it's not about us, it's about him. And so in our kids' ministry, that's the foundation that we're laying. We want our children to have a foundation where they're experiencing true worship or laying that foundation so that way they can experience at some point in their early lives. And so we have this, we're committed to this opportunity and in investing in the next generation of our future and our kids. And we want, um, we, we welcome anyone who wants to come back and help us. We have space for you. If you want to come back and, and volunteer and serve in kids ministry, we have space for you. Um, you might have noticed some of the, de- the decorations back there. Maybe while you were back in the cafe, you saw that big balloon arch in the hallway or some of the decorations that are going on. Um, Grow Curriculum is super fun because it gives us monthly themes. Uh, This month, our theme is parade-themed, and um, kind of on par with what we're doing today. It's all about leadership, and it's called Take the Lead, and each week we have a different um, grand marshal of our parade, a leader from Scripture who teaches us how to lead, and so we are learning about Ruth and Gideon, Deborah, Samson. And we're learning about how God can equip us to also be leaders. And so I wanted to give you guys the opportunity to step into the shoes of one of our elementary school-aged kids and see one small piece of what they might do on a Sunday. So in front of you, there's some colored paper. And you should all have pens. If you don't, let us know. We'll get you one. And I want you to write down one or two fears that you have. Okay? They can be big fears. Um, Fear, failure, they can be small fears, spiders, for instance, Um, but take a couple of seconds and and write down some of your fears um, on the piece of paper, and then we're going to do a little craft so you can see what we do in kids, one of the things we do in kids' ministry. Nobody's going to see your fears, so don't worry. (laughs) Just God, like Randy Sean said. He already knows. All right. Now, I'm going to put my mic down and just use my Sunday school voice um, to do the rest because I'm going to show you how to fold the paper. We're going to make a boat. Awesome. Okay, so this is a, a craft that we actually did on Sunday this, this past week. Um, each week, we have a big idea that the kids, the whole lesson kind of points back to. And this week, the big idea was God gives me courage to lead. And so we took our fear boats, and I had a bin of water. Uh, I think there was a picture on social media that you guys might have seen where they took their fear boats, and they put it in the um, bin of water, and it floated away. And we talked about how putting paper fear boats in water doesn't make fears go away magically, but it's a good reminder that we can give our fears up to God and ask him for courage to help us overcome those fears so that way they don't hinder us in how we are meant to serve, and how we are meant to lead in his kingdom. And so that's what I'm hoping this will serve as a reminder to each of you today. Um, We are all leaders. We all have a purpose that we're being called to, but sometimes it can be a little scary. Um, Sometimes it's scary to walk back there and feel like you're in charge of sharing Jesus with 10 kids. Sometimes it's scary to call yourself a leader and show up to a leadership summit and open your heart to what God is telling you to do. Um, but whatever it is, it's, you are equipped for that and, it, and you're worthy of that and God is just telling you to do it and we just have to listen and let our little fear boats float away, right? Um, so I hope that you guys enjoyed that and, and maybe we'll keep your, your fear boats for a day or two to remind you of that. In addition to Sundays, um, we are hoping to continue doing outreach events. We have Mega Sports Camp coming up next month. We've been talking about that on Sundays. Thank you. Um, super excited to, for that. That's next month. And um, if you haven't signed up to volunteer and you want to, please do. We have space for you. Um, if you'd like to be on with a small group of kiddos, teaching them about Jesus, we have space for you to do that. If you'd like to teach basketball or soccer or cheerleading, we have space for you to do that. If you would like to um, not be responsible for kids, but instead maybe do check-in or snacks, we have space for you. If you'd like to help us decorate for Mega Sports Camp or clean up afterwards, we have space for you. So whatever you would like to do, please join us. Um, We certainly have space for you. We're excited to um, get these kids involved in learning how to be leaders and champions on the court, on the field, and also for Jesus and to see them learn who the true champion is. Um, We're hoping to do other outreach events as well. I'd like to um, have your help putting on maybe a fall festival or a father-daughter dance or different events that show kids um, how worthy they are of our time, of our investment. Give them opportunities to see leaders and mentors in us and um, give you all an opportunity to mentor and lead children in our next um, generation as well. If anyone has ideas of different events that we can do that you've done before or you think would be really great, I'm all ears. I certainly can't do this alone, and um, I value all of you guys. And um, So please, if you have anything like that, please let us know. Um, But regardless of whether it's an outreach event or a Sunday morning, we have space for you. So please, if you, if you are at all interested, if you're feeling that tug in your heart to get involved with kids' ministry, don't ignore it. That's the Holy Spirit. And come on over. Um, if you want to sing songs about Jesus to babies on a Sunday, we have space for you. If you want to work with the preschoolers doing crafts, we have space for you. If you want to make fear boats with our elementary-aged kids and answer some tough questions that they pose about God and Jesus and prayer We have space for you. If you want to help decorate um, for our monthly themes, we have space for you. If you just want to be a smiling person who gives parents the confidence to drop off their kids and you want to do check in on Sundays, we have space for you. Whatever it is. Um, If you want to paint a mural in the rooms, um, a mountain or Um, animals. We have bare walls and space for you to do that as well. So that's goal one, right? We talked about teaching our kids about um, Jesus. Goal two is keeping them safe, and I think that that really is something that's important to parents. I know that the generation before me grew up with go outside and play until the streetlights come on, but my generation grew up with me too, and some really scary things that are coming to light that happen to kids. And so at 316, we want our kids to feel secure and safe, and we want our parents to feel secure and safe. Has anyone heard of Ministry Safe? Awesome. So Ministry Safe is a program that 316 is implementing, and it's going to help us keep our kids safe. It um, ensures that we have accurate and appropriate and up-to-date safety protocols. And something that stuck out with me is the fact that we can't fix a risk that we don't understand, okay? We can't address a risk that we don't understand. And so Ministry Safe, that's where they come in and help us understand the risks that we may face so that way we can address them and keep our kids safe. Safety protocols are in place for two reasons. To keep kids safe and to keep our volunteers safe. To keep our kids safe and to keep our volunteers safe from speculation. So nobody is put into a position where things can be misconstrued. And so we want to make sure that those safety protocols are in place for our kids, for our parents, for our volunteers. 316 Church is growing, and it's great. Every single Sunday, we're seeing new kids in kids' ministry. We're seeing new families in the worship center, and it's just been fantastic. And we're going to continue growing. I know we are, and I know we're all excited about that, but we need to have our safety protocols in place now, That way, as we're growing, we're a a place where parents feel comfortable, where kids are safe, um, and it's not just a facade of safety, but actual safety. Um, I'm going to say it one more time because I think it's important. We can't address a risk that we don't understand. And so Ministry Safe is a program that helps us understand those risks. We think it's so important that we're actually going to hold um, a Ministry Safe event on Sunday, July 18th after second service we're going to request that all kids ministry volunteers join us Um, it's only about an hour hour and a half of training Um, it's video based and we would love to invite all of you anyone that feels that they want to come and learn about this it's great for anyone involved in with kids parents teachers humans in general um, to understand these risks so that way we can address them so please, um, you know, look, look forward to coming to that and joining us, and joining us for that. You're going to hear facts versus misconceptions. You're going to hear how we can put safety protocols into place. And there's some things that are going to really kind of make your stomach churn, um, shake, shock you a little bit. Um, for instance, one in four females and one in six males will be sexually abused by the time they turn 18. And really with males, it could be more than that, but they don't report very often, so we don't even really know how many it is. That's hard to hear, right? Um, And that's why we feel that it's so important that we make sure that this isn't happening anywhere near our children, or children that we can come in contact with if we can help it, right? Um, We can't think that it can't happen to us. Um, We have to prevent it, we have to stop it from happening. To us. We have to be so strong and create such a fortress that it won't happen here. <laughs> uh, most predators first start offending at 13 or 14 years of age. When the offender is 13 or 14, they're not prosecuted until they're in their 30s or 40s, which leaves a lot of time to accumulate victims. Okay, um, so you're going to hear in the training actual convicted predators talking about how they groom. We hear a lot about how predators groom kids, but what we don't hear a lot about, but you will, is how they groom gatekeepers. Now gatekeepers, that's you and I. That's people trying to keep people, kids safe. And, and predators will groom gatekeepers into thinking that the predator is a safe, kind, trustworthy, helpful human, so that way they can get time alone with our kids in our program. And so we can't recognize these people visually. They don't look like anybody in particular. They oftentimes have kids of their own. They're married. They're male. They're female. They don't. So we have to understand their behaviors. And that's where Ministry Safe comes in, is helping us understand and recognize um, those behaviors. Because when you gather children together, you have a target that is attractive to predators. Okay? When you gather children, you have a target... predators and what is kids ministry but the gathering of children. So let's help keep our kids safe by going through all of these safety protocols by being understanding of why we're putting them into place and encouraging them and encouraging other members of the church to do them as well. Um, We're requiring background checks of all volunteers moving forward and that's a great practice but not a standalone one. Um, 90% of abusers abuse a child that the child, like they know and trust each other, right? The child knows and trusts their abuser, 90%. Um, and so it's, it's certainly um, a, a training that is important because kids' ministry is a place where we want kids to feel welcome. We want them to feel safe. We want them to feel comfortable. We want them to feel mentored. And we want them it to be a place that leads them to Jesus and leads them to biblical truth and not a place where parents have to ever worry about their kids being entrusted with us. Um, so again, if you're feeling that tug at your heart, we need you. Um, we need anyone who, who feels that they they're should come and, and serve with Kids Ministry to come over. We have space for you. Whatever that may look like, we'll find a way. We'll find a place. Go fill out a serve form, um, 316.org serve, or come find me, email me, call me, whatever you have to do. Flag us down. Hang out by the balloons until we go and find you. Um, but come join us so we, you can make a lasting impact on the next generation with us, so you can invest with us, so you can show the next generation what a leader is. And that way, um, we're not going to continue this trend of losing our culture. We're not going to continue this trend of people leaving the church and not coming back. We're going to transform the culture. We're going to transform San Antonio and 316 Church and everyone who comes in contact with the people who walk through these doors. Okay. So, again, if you feel led, we have space for you.
1: Amen. Pastor Jacob, he's going to talk a little bit about youth ministry. But we have an amazing kids director and kids team. Thank you all. I know several of you serve in the kids' ministry team, and we love our kiddos, so please, please, please get involved. I think I'll just clarify some things. Listen, if you haven't found a place to serve, many of the, the places that we need are once or twice a month. That's that's it for one service. It's uh, if, if that's what you can give, we're ready for you. Uh, as Val said, We're going to begin doing background checks on all of our volunteers, not just kids' ministry. Um, And we're going to, you know, make the best choices for our church. So I believe April, right, April is going to be in charge of that. We want to make sure everyone goes through uh, the background checks. It's really quick um, to get it done, and then it has to repeat itself every year. But we do want to keep our kiddos and our people safe. So thank you for doing that.